This week, Elon Musk warned that it's going to be a challenging year for Tesla, that the macro environment is going to be difficult for at least the next 12 months. He said that no company is immune and that he expects a year of difficulty globally for everyone. Of course, he thinks Tesla will be in an extremely good position once the global economy turns around. He said that long-term investors will do extremely well. We all know that when Elon speaks, investors listen. In the past, he's hinted at things. Once he tweeted that the stock is too high, that caused the stock to crash. But this time, he was talking directly to investors at the annual Tesla shareholders meeting. So, is this warning a is it a warning to hold tight and wait for the macroeconomic tide to turn before buying Tesla shares? Or is now the perfect time to buy? Today on Dumb Money, we're going to dive in to what Elon said and read between the lines to decide if we're going to buy more Tesla now or if now is the time to panic. You're listening to the Dumb Money Live podcast. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify. The global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hey there, Dave here along with Chris and Jordan. We are Dumb Money. Welcome to Dumb Money Live. Uh, let's help the almighty algorithm know that we're on. It does just take a quick tap a smash, if you will, to the like button. Chris Jordan, uh, Elon made a few headlines uh, at the shareholder meeting this week and also during the CNBC interview. I do want to talk about some of those highlights. Most of those, by the way, seemed to me like Elon was just kind of making stuff up as he went along, uh, making decisions on the fly and not a part of any kind of planned remarks. The big one, he said that they're going to try advertising a little and see how it goes. But they also said that Tesla is going to put webcams on cobalt mines to ensure that no child labor exploitation is happening. Uh, he again teased the two unannounced vehicles and predicted they're going to make 5 million of those per year. Uh, he also predicted that people will want robots. They're going to want more than one per person. He thinks that they might make 10 to 20 billion Optimus robots, uh, way more than they uh, will make cars. He said he is confident in that prediction and that the majority of Tesla's long-term value is going to be an Optimus robot. So a lot to digest there, but it really comes down to, is now the time to buy Tesla or are we in for a year of pain? Dave, I, I have I have this recurring nightmare and it's that I wake up in five years and I try to time Tesla, which is exactly what I'm doing right now. And I miss the window and I'm not in Tesla and Tesla is one of the world's largest humanoid AI companies. And I am kicking myself to try to get the stock 20 or 30%, you know, cheaper. Yeah. <laughs> like it just, that's my big, that's my biggest nightmare, man. Well, <laughs> I mean, it's way cheaper than it was say in 2021 though. So I think, I mean, I've been in it this whole time. I bought Tesla, have never sold. I wrote it way up, wrote it way down. I'm still up millions, okay. but it's one of those, it's one of those that I just can never see selling. And even at these, it's back up to what, 175 now, even at this higher level, I want more. Here's the, here, here's, here's how I feel about Tesla. I think Tesla is way too expensive for the company it is today and potentially even way too cheap, like much too cheap for the company 
I think it is likely to become in the next five to 10 years. Like maybe the greatest investment ever for a five to 10 year outlook. But right now in this environment with the tail risk of the recession coming and like those cars that he has to move the next 12 months. And while he didn't go deep into concerning remarks, just Elon, you know, giving us that tidbit of information about it being a rough year ahead, I think is kind of a look into some tough times. And I, it make in my gut, it makes me feel that there will be opportunities in the next six to nine months to get in Tesla cheaper. What do you think, Jordan? Right now? Uh, yeah, I mean, I just think it's, I, I love Tesla at, you know, maybe 50 bucks a share. What? <laughs> love it, absolutely. You said 25 last time, Jordan. I said, I told you I'm behind. And that it's a, they're, they're an auto manufacturer. Um, they're, in, you know, maybe, maybe an average mo- auto manufacturer. Um, if Tesla goes to $50 a share, I am financially ruined. But they, look. <laughs> Maybe sell it before that. I don't know. I don't know what you do. That's not my. I mean, I think you'd be fine, Dave. By the way, there is massive money, but there is massive, massive short-term risk with Tesla. Oh, I know. Barely. I know because of Elon. Because of he, he manages all of his companies right on the edge. Right, right on the edge. It could be something that Elon does personally. It could be something that he is not telling us that he has been not straightforward about when it comes to financial. I will tell you, he, he has told us. He has told us specifically. He told David Faber directly that he is okay losing money for his companies if it means he can't say what he wants to say. He is a free speech uh, proponent and his own speech trumps profits. But do you know what that is? That's a short-term pro- that's a short-term risk. That's a short-term problem for Tesla investors. Yeah. Oh, it may, could be a long-term problem, right? So if he says if he goes off and says the wrong thing, he could potentially upset his base, right? Um because we know I, that he's more I think the risk is a little bit more limited though. Probably people that purchase Teslas. I think the people are going who are going to hear his comments are people who follow him anyway i think that the uh the thing that that really is kind of intriguing to me is that they're going to start advertising tesla for the first time and we don't know how widespread that's going to be but i think that there is a kind of mis misunderstanding of tesla i think that uh, elon addressed this people think of tesla as an expensive car when in fact it is lower cost than the average car price in this country so if we get the word out as a Tesla investor, if the word gets out to everyday people that aren't particularly EV fanboys or Tesla fanboys or technology fanboys and girls, I think that um, just getting the word out could be a huge mover for Tesla. And I think that the limit, the, the limited risk of Elon personally saying something when you have an ad campaign that is saying, that is on brand message. I think that Elon fans are going Elon is Elon. We like his tweets. Some people don't like his tweets. I think it's great that he says what he wants to say. I think the whole marketing thing is something that's been pushed by his followers aggressively. He listened to them. He's going to try it, but I kind of feel like Elon is right in not 
doing so much marketing today. I think that the, the the degree of exposure, branding, and marketing that Tesla has had without traditional marketing has been just insanely large. I don't think people misunderstand Tesla all that much. I think anyone looking to get an EV uh, is out there assessing a Tesla versus other EVs. I don't think there's that much misunderstanding in the marketplace. I don't think I think, I think people who are already out. looking to get an EV, I think you're right about people looking to get an EV, but I think that there are a lot of people who would never consider an EV because it sounds inconvenient. You're going to have to I, install I think it. A, I think it is a, your for a lot of people. I think, I, think, I think EVs today, I think EVs today are inconvenient for some people. Some. I, I think for the most people, they're actually very convenient. I think, So that's where we differ. I think they do make a great product if you have a garage, right? And you go to work every day, then I think it's a super convenient car to use, right? And then if you go on the occasional road trip, like let's say you do one road trip a year, you rent a gas vehicle, right? It's not that big of a deal. You don't mile up your Tesla. Um, but for your average daily user, you never have to go to the gas station again. It's amazing. You just park, you plug it in, and you forget about it, right? And even if you don't, like... <laughs> I was thinking about this. If you live in an apartment and can't install a charger yourself yeah. and they only have five for the entire complex, right? That's inconvenient. But I feel like that is going to be a thing that changes over time. And if you if you live in an apartment and don't commute very far, you just plug it into a, a normal house electric outlet. It charges like three miles an hour or something. And if you just if you just go twenty minutes to work and back, he, you're not gonna you're not gonna have problem. any problems. Here's the problem and the opportunity with Tesla. We're sitting here talking about EVs and cars, and that is not the opportunity for Tesla. Like cars bore the hell out of me. Okay. What is going to send this stock to the moon at some point in the future is when Tesla finally gets the AI bump that I think it deserves. You're listening to the Dumb Money Live podcast. Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, ArmorAll, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on ArmorAll products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at ArmorAll.com. ArmorAll, less work, more clean. Terms apply. So this last week, Amazon gained $150 billion of market cap due to a, an AI bump because people realize that they're going to put AI into the Amazon search engine for products. Insane. The, the Tesla AI bump that is going to happen, I think, at some point in the next 12 months, essentially is all about, one, yes, the, the kind of perimeter use cases in EV which by the way is actually pretty massive if we eventually do get full self-driving and robo taxis in the next five to ten years i don't think it's going to happen in the next five but the next five to ten if that happens and tesla maintains that front runner position with the amount of data they have and ai that is like not just a multi-trillion dollar industry i mean that literally is one of the largest industries in the world right there but bigger than that way bigger than that Something that is so big that there's not a single investor that's really talking about this is the humanoid robotics industry 
that Tesla, and we're invested in a competitor to Tesla in this industry segment that I think is going to do really well, but Tesla's humanoid has the potential, I think, to be magnitudes larger than their entire automotive business, okay? And when people start to realize that, this stock could heat up so fast, okay, that like I'm, I have nightmares about missing that stock move because this is something that I have been intuitively aware of from for the last year, and their humanoid doesn't look that impressive today, but fast forward 12 months, okay, 18 months, think about the way Elon has pumped a boring automotive product, honestly, because I know Teslas are cool for a car, but cars in general are not even a thousandth as cool as humanoids, okay? So think about matching Elon Musk with real humanoids that are coming to every manufacturer, logistics company, and eventually every home in the world. When you blend those two worlds with Elon's personality, his ability to pump, okay, with an industry category that could theoretically be the biggest industry the world has ever seen, that that excites me about Tesla. And that's the story I think people just are missing completely here, right? Uh, I, no, I think, the, I think the deal is that they're an overpriced auto manufacturer, right? And they might come out with humanoids one day. No, they will. They, Jordan, we know. And we don't know when. I think they will. We've already seen a proof of concept, and it, every single time they show it, it's doing something that it wasn't capable of doing the month prior. So it's like they're definitely coming out with Optimus. And Optimus. I think that, Chris, your prediction, your prediction isn't any different than what Elon is saying. Elon has said, this is my company. And we are going to be bigger in robots than we are in cars. That is, but I don't even think that's a that's a wild prediction. That is just the normal like expectation at this point. Okay, but here's the thing: right now, today, Elon does not have a humanoid that is meaningfully better than the other humanoids, so he's not really doesn't have the capacity to pump. But imagine in 12 months when they end up making their tweaks and they start to accelerate their humanoid program. Imagine when he has something that he's truly proud of. Imagine what Elon is going to do to this stock market when he has a humanoid that he is really proud of. He is going to raise so much money to do whatever it takes to have humanoid manufacturing facilities in on every continent of Earth. He is go If we thought we saw peak Elon, we have not even gotten close to peak Elon. <laughs> Through, through Tesla, through SpaceX, through Twitter, peak Elon is going to be humanoid, okay? That, the humanoid is what's going to bring peak Elon. And I am- And not just- I am not, not going to- I mean, the robots are coming. We know the robots are coming, but I just want to put this comment up. Why do people keep saying it's a car company? It is an insurance company. They have their insurance product that's tied to the car is amazing. The home storage and grid storage. They are an energy company at their core, and they're also an AI company, and eventually they're going to be a robot company. It's To me, it's like, I cannot imagine this not being the biggest holding in my portfolio. But the question is, buy more now or try to time it and think it's going down to 50 like Jordan thinks. Uh, I, you, know what, you know what excites me, Dave? The fact that when people say this is not 
a car company and they start listing other industries that are so minuscule to the humanoid industry that's coming. Like the fact and that it's compared to, you know, what they actually, you know, the bulk of their revenue is a car company. They're a car company. Okay. Okay. So Jordan, now I want to ask you something right now. Cars. So we all know what the, the power of the, the phone, right? And, and of the smartphone, right? Like we, I can't show you mine because it's like propped up here. So we know what that did for Apple. Okay. We also know that move forward 15 years, it's not going to be the phone. It's going to be a couple other things. I am confident that every human on earth is going to dream about owning a humanoid the way that I dreamt about owning a car when I was a kid. Okay. I know that kids of the next generation are not going to be dreaming about their car. They're going to be dreaming about having their own humanoid to literally do everything, and I mean everything, that they don't want to do in life. From laundry to literally everything, guys. Like, the humanoid is going to become... The, remember when the iPhone was a status symbol, guys? Remember when this was a status symbol? Could you even imagine how much of a status symbol a humanoid is going to be? Yeah, like the real status is having two. I don't want one humanoid. That's nothing. I want two. You want a posse. You want to get three and have your robot posse with you. Totally. If Elon is predicting that most people are going to want two, I want three. I want maybe four. I'm going to have them just like running around doing all sorts of stuff. Well, you don't have to worry about getting beat up on the thing on a puppet show. You just have your you have your posse there, right? And they're they're your protection. It's going to be my crew. Absolutely. I want them for protection. I want that. By by the way, we cannot. Hi. You can't even imagine it. Once everyone, everybody has their own bodyguard humanoid robot. I mean, they're uh, robots are going to be fighting each other in the street. It's going to be a whole post-apocalyptic world. I can't wait. Guys, guys, we cannot hire security guards at my restaurant. We want to have four security guards every Friday and Saturday night, and we physically cannot. They just don't show up. We we've, we've tried multiple services. Like if we just had the humanoid security guard. I would be the first customer, the very first customer. I would, I would easily spend sixty, seventy thousand, eighty thousand bucks. We know they're going to be half that price, right? But easily to get security guard robo and have maybe one human and three or four humanoid security guards at my restaurant would be absolutely amazing. Just yeah, absolutely. Eventually, like right now, they're so shaky when they try to pick something up. They, you know, just can barely put it in a box or something but eventually we know that all of those problems are going to be solved they're going to be they're going to be silky smooth and they're going to be able to do whatever you want them to do but chris i do have a question yeah are you a humanoid or have you been mean to the ai because your internet connection i don't know if it's coming through like this for everyone else but your internet connection is choppy and laggy and freezing i mean i can still hear you pretty well so i haven't i haven't said anything yet but I just, are you playing? Are you, I don't, guys, am I, am I, give, give us some comments. Am I shaky for you guys? I don't know. You have DSL? Is that, are you on DSL, Chris? I think he's on dial. Oh, I know what I did. I connected to Hardwire Day, but I never, I connected, disconnected my Wi Fi. So I'm on a Wi You want me to try to connect here? Let me see if I, I might drop off and come back on. Let's see. I mean, you'll probably drop off, but that's fine. I think we've heard enough from you. 
I think I've said everything I need to say about this too. Jordan, what are you doing? Because you're, I think you're the most like conservative, like investor. You're still in cash and bonds and like making money the old fashioned way. I'm just, I'm just. Stocks. I'm like 50% in stocks right now. Um, but what about Tesla stock? Do you own any? Any Tesla. Didn't you own it and sold it when it was? Uh, yes. Right. At its high? Two days or something right before the pandemic. And I'm like, this is ridiculous. And I still think it's ridiculous. Um, I think that they've come a long way since then, but I think that they've yet to, you know, I think there's promises that they've made that they haven't fulfilled yet. Um, but I think it's still in a mild bubble. Um, better. I think it's, it's gotten better. Right. So I think it's, I think it's more attractive now, obviously than it was what a year and a half ago. Um, I think, I think I'd buy it sub a hundred, maybe, maybe. But do you really think it's going sub 100? Are you are you willing to take that risk of missing? Like, wouldn't you just buy it? I don't know. And then right, so if it goes to a thousand bucks, I'm like, I'd be super happy for you, Dave. Because um, at that point, I've got stuff will do well too. Like my video will do well, or whatever that I'm that I happen to be in will do fine. Um, I have to be in Tesla long term. I have to be in Tesla long term. I know in it now. I see it. I, I, I know that you've been waiting to try to pounce on some, and you keep you hate that it keeps going up. Are you okay. in it at all, Dave, Dave? No, I'm not in it at all right now. So, so Dave, you just said okay. The, the, the humanoids right now are like you know they're not there. They're just not there yet. But that's what's so great. This is when this is when the op if they were there, we'd be talking about Tesla at five six hundred, right? Like. Yeah. When Chris, if this was 175, you can get in right now, 174.50. Uh... Here's what I like, and I know I keep going back to the same thing. Once the humanoid hype hits and the AI, once they get their AI bump, it doesn't have to be rational. Evaluation doesn't have to be rational. Look at NVIDIA, okay? So let's look at NVIDIA as, as a case study. NVIDIA valuations right now are so out of whack for the company we see today, even the visibility we see over the next year or two. You're listening to the Dumb Money Live podcast. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. You don't think 70 times sales is a fair value for NVIDIA? Okay, but Jordan, here's the thing. It is the closest thing we have to a pure play on the engine that's going to run artificial intelligence for Earth. Okay, for every company on Earth the next 20 years. And so people just have to be in it. Once we put the pieces together on the potential of humanoids on Earth for the next 20 years, once people come to the realization that every human on Earth is going to desperately want to own two humanoids, and we realize that Tesla is in the pole position to be the leading humanoid company on Earth, people aren't going to care about valuation. They're just uh, you're going right. to have to own it, right? You're right. So like, but, but, but humanoids, I think... How how quickly do you think humanoids could be? Because we know if you ask Elon, it's going to be next year. But he's been saying next year. That's his go-to is everything's next year Dave, because it's always true because he can always say it again. We don't have Dave, to rely on Elon for this. 
we know we are invested in a top five humanoid company that's private. And we know that they are in production and planning to ship humanoids to their first logistics clients in the first half of 2024. We also know that the company we're invested in appears to be ahead of Tesla, probably by a full year in terms of their humanoid development. But Tesla has way more money, has way more capacity to move quicker. And I think over the next 12 months, they are going to close that gap. And honestly, although I'd hate to say it, probably move ahead of both the company we're invested in as well as other humanoid companies. So, Chris, I it's think, happening next year. It's I happening think that, that company that we're invested in is, at the time we invested, they were probably a year ahead of Tesla. But Tesla is ramping fast. When we invested, the Optimus was not able to do very much. Now, like, do you see it, do you see it tapping on an egg and not breaking it? Yeah, I mean, guys. That has real-world implications. It's still being controlled by... It's like a person doing that, right? And it's just transmitting the human motion to the robotic motion, right? Correct. And, and, and each of the directions do by showing it once. That in a, we have been told by industry insiders, not at Tesla, that humanoid innovation and development is accelerating at such a rapid pace. The costs are coming down so quickly the ability and this is all prior to this last ai jump that we had a few months ago right so now just imagine when they start to overlay the ai innovation that we've seen in the last few months on top of the uh, uh mechanical innovation that that our developers have, have been telling us about with humanoids this is going to be one of the most exciting sectors we have ever seen ever as investors, right? So like, if you're not thinking about this right now, you're just, you're not understanding. You're not understanding how big of a sector this is because the only crazy people that are talking about are people like Elon and like just some people that are out there related to Tesla um, are talking about how big this can be, but it should be the primary story. It should be the number one thing we're talking about when, when, when we talk about Elon Musk. Bottom line, I am heavily in Tesla, would love to buy more, but it just doesn't make sense from an asset allocation standpoint. I'm way overbought on Tesla. Jordan is looking to get in if it drops to 100. Sub, used to be 25, sometimes 50, now it's 100. Sub, sub 100. Sub 100. Chris, what is, what is your plan? My plan is to dollar cost average Ooh. into Tesla over the next year. I think... Tesla will probably have better price points to get in over the next year than today, but I don't know that. I don't have a high degree of confidence because, you know, these Tesla investors, they're pretty wacky and they could drive the price up for any random reason, right? I, I, I do think that Elon, having spoken this last week, <clears throat> given the interview, I feel like he kind of, you know, he kind of leaked as much as he's capable of leaking for the time being. So I would imagine we'll probably have a few months of like not so exciting information about Tesla and maybe some of the negative stuff related to the recession and the economy will start to weigh down Tesla. That's what I hope happens to give me a better price point. All right. But like, I must be in Tesla. I will be in Tesla. I know I haven't been the biggest Tesla bull over the past few years, but believe me, 
when it comes to Tesla and humanoids, I will make prior Tesla bulls <laughs> look like they won't even be considered. Fan I will literally become the biggest Tesla fanboy once I start to see Elon do what I think he's going to do with the Tesla humanoid. Okay, like because that you're, you're gonna dollar cost average instead of YOLOing the audience. I'm, not I'm gonna dollar cost average. I would say over the next twelve months. In and we didn't even we didn't even mention Cybertruck because that's kind of a done deal. We know it's shipping this year, and it's going to be a truck. minor number of units delivered. Right, surround car. The only thing I care about as it relates to Tesla Automotive is them eventually getting their full self-driving over the finish line while the industry is able to get government regulation over the finish line, which actually might be more important than Tesla getting full self-driving over the finish line. Because once those two things happen, I think Tesla's efficiency in production and manufacturing will likely put it in the pole position to be the number one robo-taxi company in the world, not in the next five years, but in the next five to 15 years. And that will get me excited about Tesla's automotive product. And that's the only thing that will excite me about Tesla's automotive product. So um, prim I actually think humanoids are going to happen before that happens. So I think it's humanoid first, <laughs> full self-driving, Robo taxis second for Tesla. Do those humanoid robots know how to drive? Could they monitor the full self-drive and monitor me? All right, that's going to do over this one. That is what we have on this. We are done money. Be sure you smash the like button on your way out, and we will see you next week. Oh, 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 oh,